Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Alright, thanks for uh, joining another version of In Lead Off the Record. Uh, I am Kyle Cheslock. This is Chase Shields. Another edition. Another edition. What yeah. Version. Another version, another edition. Whatever you <laughs> want to call it. It's another one of these uh, information fests. We have a special guest today for uh, those of you joining us for the first time. This is uh, the traditional man. The traditional man, Wes Dillingham. But I've been on before. He has been on before. Once. One That's time. You're a special guest. That is exactly why you're a special guest. But uh, came in from our office out in Denver. So uh, we're happy to have him here. It'll be a good uh, a good time today. For uh, those of you guys that are joining us, thank you. Uh, we always love hearing from you. So uh, feel free to chat into us. We do monitor uh, all of that during the actual show here. But uh, afterwards, if you feel like this will help anybody else in uh, your network, feel free to share it far and wide. We do upload it to all of our social media channels, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, all at The Lead Tool, as well as uh, podcasts on iTunes, as well as SoundCloud. So uh, that's pretty much where you can find us anywhere that you want. So uh, with that being said, we've got a pretty good topic today, uh, and we're going to be talking about the customer experience all the way through the supply chain. Yeah, just based off like a lot of the conversations that uh, we've been having, we've heard a lot of like really great, really positive stuff recently. Uh, Dan and Kyle went out to the NLBMDA convention in Phoenix, um, and obviously, you know, having Wes here too, um, I think it's just a really fucking solid topic for us to talk about. Yeah, I think it's, so we were tossing around the idea this morning, and you know, particularly coming in off of that NLBMDA conference and just kind of talking about, you know, everything from manufacturing to the distribution down to the retail level. Yeah, and how people are thinking about it. Yeah, exactly, because it is different, right, depending on what you're... Uh, avenue is but at the same time we don't tend to think about ourselves as consumers or what we want or who we buy from things of that nature yeah and it's an interesting way to like bring awareness to like the consumer buying preferences and customer buying preferences like we were talking about like conversations you have and like trainings where like you're not thinking about how the process may need to change right so like well, we were, you know, what's been interesting for us, I think, is hearing so much, like I was on the phone with the manufacturer this morning, um, who was talking about ways to get their inventory available to uh, their retail channel, right, like with technology, and that's a customer experience thing. Mm -hmm. So like, right. if, you're, if you're in retail, or if you happen to be in retail and you're watching this, um, you know, you probably have some vendors who will allow you to buy online. Um, not all of them, I don't think. Um, obviously not. And this was this was a, a big outfit. Um, so I mean, it's the awareness. I think kind of going up the supply chain has been enlightening, at least for me. Um, you know, and and it's different because we all kind of have different conversations, right? Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. I talk to different people. Kyle talks to different people. Wes is talking to the people that you know we're we're implementing and actively using our system. So we're all, you know, we, we handle, like we all work kind of across all the verticals, but we, we talk to different people, like they're conversations that are better suited a lot of times, like for operations background, um, sales background, you know, stuff like that. So we all hear different things, but the one resounding theme, I think that we would all agree on is that everyone's trying to find a way to provide more transparency for customers and, you know, that flows all the way, that should theoretically flow all the way down to, to consumers. Yeah, right. You, you get your manufacturers, you know, the distribu uh, distributors, customers are theirs. 
you got the retailers that are customers of the distributor, and then obviously the retailers' customers, right? So it, it, it's a whole network. Right. Customer doesn't always mean the consumer that's buying no. the new product. Every yeah. different channel has a different customer they're trying to appeal to. I read this quote the other day. Uh, it was the headline for an article. Costco is making it easier for customers to buy groceries. And I thought, how awesome would it be if all companies adopted that phrase, take out Costco, put in your company name? Mm -hmm. Yeah. X is making it easier for customers to, to, <laughs> like, to do what? What yeah. are you trying to do I to make you read it the article, easier? Right? Absolutely. Like you gained your interest. Well, but the, the point is, is that are you constantly analyzing ways that you can make it easier for your customers? And well, sometimes that may mean technology. Yeah. Sometimes it may not. May it, it just may mean a, a, a point in the person. process that you need to, to change to make it easier for your customers. Yeah, and I think you know it all goes back to this quote that um, Gary Vaynerchuk, "Don't get romantic about how you do business." Yes. You yeah. know, yeah. It, because that's the fastest way to go out of business. Like even look at what we do. I you know, we sounding. we right like we started. You know, we've got we we like we now have an entire platform. You know, like it's not just one one product. Like we've got the sales yeah. product, but then you know there are other pieces of the puzzle that like people were were are, like we have customers who are actively trying to figure out like how do we expose our inventory, how do we show our pricing. You know, that's like a hilarious one because the manufacturer I was talking to was talking about how some of their their e-commerce channels like they won't show pricing, and it's like that's the number one taboo thing to do with right. a customer, whether it's B two B or B two C. Like you know, you've got to at least show show something starting at or, or whatever, and then you know like. Just earlier today, I talked to, to someone else uh, higher up the supply chain. You know, someone's having a shit fit because they're showing pricing. Like, yeah. you know, so you, you know, you want to know when you're buying something what you're paying for it. Mm -hmm. So you should be able to, to return the favor to, to and like yeah, most like, of the people we're talking to, they're thinking about that. Yeah, they're figuring out like sure. how the hell because if you're not showing that, it's a barrier to the transaction. Absolutely. And so like hearing that, I think it's most interesting hearing that like going from from like up the supply chain, you know, like the manufacturer to the distributor. Yeah. Like how do I you know expose my stock? Like where it's located? Is it on my West Coast warehouse? Is it in my Midwest warehouse? Um, there's right, just, there's been the shift from like the Glengarry Glen Ross leads, right? Where everything, you know, you had the good leads and everything you controlled about it and you were able to di di divulge, you know, whatever information mm -hmm. you deemed fit at the time. Well, we shifted in our economy, you know, particularly driven by consumers where transparency is key to your entire operation. Exactly. Yeah, like, so our a very good friend of our, our company's a good personal friend of mine told me uh, on lead generation... He was like, e-commerce is the new lead generation. Exactly. Like, he's so right because like lead gen is such like it's so like why are you trying to drive leads? Mm -hmm. Like what you need to do is is like drive the actual transaction because like the lead, like getting someone in your store, yes, it's really really good, but you know you well, need to give people the problem is is like it's not good enough exactly because you need to give people the option to like buy your stuff whether they come into your store or not. Like, right. maybe I don't want to come into your freaking beige showroom with your beige carpet and your freaking pizza box. Like, you know, or like if you've got a yard, like, I mean, like, Which shit, is an experience. Like, like, like yeah, it's but that's an experience. Like, that absolutely. A lot of consumers, and, and this goes all the way up to like the manufacturer, when, you know, the retailer goes and visits the manufacturer to kind of see what a showroom should look like. Yeah, like, it, it goes up the food chain. Well, and it's like our yard, like it was funny too, because like the front part of our office, 
was like very nice. Me and my, my grandmother's office was up front. It was all, you know, panel walnut and all this stuff. And like we had a, a decent reception area. I mean, we were in a rough part of town. But like if you went beyond a certain point in the office, I mean, it was just like you didn't want people, you know, like you, you, you want to at least expose your best side. Right, right. <laughs> like, so, so, you know, at least be thinking about that. I mean, I know we, we certainly didn't have, uh, you know, like an Apple like experience, but we and kept, you don't necessarily we kept, we kept the customer part of our office yeah. in like really good shape. And, and that's all like, that's all it is customer experience. Cause you don't want to necessarily like people don't want to come to you anymore. Yeah. Like they're coming to you via the web and like they may come into your store and then buy it at nine o'clock at night at home. Um, and that's kind of like where all these companies are going. Like my buddy who uh, oversees a few sawmills, um, his chase, my customers don't want to call me. They don't want to talk to me to place an order. Right. You know, like they, they want to just like send it to like, how many yards do we talk to that are getting text? Text. Like that's weird. Text, I don't know yeah. if you've heard that yet, but like everyone yeah. we've been talking to, you know, like text, media, yeah. text, text, text. So it's like, yeah. you know, like, yeah. And the point is, is that are you number one, keeping track of that customer journey? So yeah. you know, the different points in the process and, and how they want the ones that, that how they want to interact at each point, how they want to interact. And are you doing something to inhibit? Yeah them from getting what they want. And if you are, you got to remove it. But I, I am amazed at how many people aren't even tracking their customers from start to finish. Yeah. yeah. And the ones that aren't tracking their non-customers, the people that don't buy. Yeah. Don't you want to know more than anything why somebody didn't buy from you? Yeah, it's I at mean, any point along the, the and supply that, chain. That flows up you know, to your point, distributor, manufacturer, exactly. right? And that, that's, that's the number one thing I would want to know. And that's where they're like, I think a lot of these companies too are trying to connect the dots. And back to something you said, because Wes obviously dealing more like on the um, direct and like with the end users, um, you know, who are in and out of, of the product. Don't didn't you say at like lunch today that you feel like we wind up putting like it, it depending on particularly I think probably depending on the vertical some are different than others but we damn near wind up putting in processes more than we put in software yeah absolutely like yeah and, and, they all, of, and, and what do they center around they all center around this right absolutely yeah okay. yeah and well that most of them are centered around the low-hanging fruit who, who can I close the the simplest or the easiest and everybody, right? And everybody else just kind of gets thrown to the wayside. Who, who is somebody that is going to be an easy lead to close? Yeah. Those are the, those are the, the um, guarantees. Yeah. Those aren't the ones you're selling to. That's those a, aren't the ones you want to track as much. Fraction. <laughs> so fraction I, of your sales. Wait, I have a, actually like a really funny story. Um, so on this phone call this morning, uh, uh, the, the person I was talking to at this manufacturer was talking about uh, one of their their customers um, and uh, uh, customers talking about um, only wanting to see how many people were on the website for a very short period of time and and this gentleman goes well like you know why and um, guy goes because uh, I know they're like if they're only on for that long they're like getting my contact info and he's like how the hell are you able to discern that? How do you know that they're not on your site and then they figure out they can't buy a damn thing from you <laughs> and they just fucking leave? <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah. it's like, but, but, and, and like, so this manufacturer, right, is looking at ways like to make sure that that doesn't happen. So their whole approach is like, and, and hey, they're farther up the supply chain, right? And like the biggest thing that's, that's definitely like happening, it's happening now 
It's going to continue to happen. It's going to happen to the big CPG brands, like we were talking about at lunch. Mm -hmm. Procter and Gamble, like fucking no one's immune to the direct to consumer model. Exactly. Like that's and and the biggest reason that 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 D to C is becoming a thing, or or direct to customer, even if you want to call it. So if you're going direct to like a builder, or direct to like a retail yard and yeah. bypassing a distributor, if you're a mill, just like what happens. The, happen. the the biggest yeah, I mean we dude, it happened. Like we had one of our larger suppliers, we were doing two or three million bucks a year with them, and uh, they went to one of our customers, and we were like, all right, fuck you, like yeah. you know. But it's all it's, it takes is one vendor to figure out. There's gonna be ten other ones. That yeah, and up. just because we went fuck you, it didn't stop them. They went on and like did a hell of a lot more business. Like yeah. so, it doesn't like. Thinking you matter in the supply chain, I think, is like a huge mistake. Absolutely, it's a massive mistake. And well, you already lost at that point. And yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's. I mean, it's kind of like people who view CRM as a, a yeah. cost and not an yeah. ROI. It's like you've already lost. It's like you don't have to do so, anything better to keep getting these customers. They're just going to keep coming to you. So yeah, and that's because like, they always have. Because right? the, the customers, the customers like dictate all of this. Because like it's all about how they want to buy. So like listening to these firms and they're thinking about ways like okay, so. How do we make it so like people can transact with us more easily? Yeah. How do we make it so like they can transact with our customers if we if we're farther up the supply chain, um, or even starting at the bottom of the supply chain as a retailer? Like, what's making it difficult for you to buy from your distributor, or if you're going straight to the manufacturer? Yeah, that's what's a really making good it point. difficult. And then apply it to your model. Exactly. Where's Where's the friction? What would you model? like to see be done to make your job easier, your life easier, to get the products you need? to then provide that service to your customers. Well, and that's where these big, more sophisticated organizations are like looking at themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, they're literally like, okay, Which I think you what, like, have cause, to do that. Because that's the only differentiator that they have. Yep. Like, is it, so we had, we had a drink with, um, with our attorney, and my dad was complimenting him on his response time, and he's like, look, man, like, that's the only thing we got. Like, our experience, like the experience we give you, like experience is becoming like everything. It's why like CRM, it's not customer service, CRM Everybody has customer service. Dude, CRM is shitty, right? So so customer service became CRM, right? CRM now is being phased out in in favor of like like what is our brand? We're the customer experience platform, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. In yeah. favor of CEM, which yeah. is customer experience management, yeah. because like. That's why, like, that's what it boils down to. But that's why all the other bullshit. But that comes down to the experience. That's why we're coming out with all the new products we're releasing, like, which will, I guess, start dropping like next week. Um, Stay tuned. And like all the self plug. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but we eat our own dog food. Like, we don't give a shit. We're not like, okay, we know sales really, really well. But like, if we see an opportunity that we know inside and out, and have done it from actually operating. Um, I mean, it's kind of like if, if there's an opportunity, like we don't get romantic about the fact that like, okay, like we're, we're this building. This isn't what we initially wanted to yeah, do. Like, dude, like yeah, like it's like water rushing yeah. down a mountain, man. Like, what, you know, What's going to make it for easier for you to work with us? Like right. that's what we, like everything we do. Like, yeah. We're, 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 we're trying to remove barriers. Way to bring it home, Kyle. That are, exactly. Yeah, yeah way to bring it home. You know so, what? Every now and then, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I have some good insight. <laughs> every now and again. But no, I mean like for real because that's that's where like, like we eat our own dog food, we have to, you know. And it was like, you know, we, we talked about, oh, you got to get your inventory online. Well, there's a great product out there that you know can do inventory and get it online if you're a lumber dealer, furniture dealer, flooring dealer, like whatever, you know. Because if you have to keep track of anything other than a piece count, you're screwed. 
fortunately, you know, math is not that hard. <laughs> Numbers you know, are like, so you can figure out how do I calculate yeah. area? How do I calculate volume? But, um, no, I mean, I think like it, all these, all these organizations are like, they're trying to find a way to survive too. Cause for them, it's like, this is thinking long-term. We did a whole podcast on, or on thinking long-term, like mm-hmm. not what's going to get me through tomorrow. Right. Cause you, know, you look at like in some of the industries that, that we work in have been in legit like steady decline yeah like and there's been a massive attrition anyway and it's like they're turning like literally they're hemorrhaging out of the right side of their body but they won't look at it yeah you know and that's how we 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 get like some of the bizarro things that we see in a few of the trade publications where we're like oh my god am i living in the big short right Um, and and to, to that point one of the conversations i had with one of our customers um was about their longevity in the industry which sometimes can be just as much of a blind spot yeah. as it can be a benefit. And, and what I see people doing to stop the hemorrhaging and what we're reading some of these articles have to do what you've always done, yeah. what you've done in the past to, to stop the hemorrhaging or to stop the bleeding. And we're living in a different time where some of the solutions, sometimes they, they still work, some of the solutions make sense. But a lot of times, in the new age that we're in, in the in the age of, of the consumer is driving everything right now. Yeah, they have more information, mm-hmm. they have more leverage, they have more opportunity to go out and, and find what they want at the price they want. And buy it how they want to buy it. And buy it how they want to buy it. And sometimes you got you can't rely on your experience from the past. It's time to start learning some same, new right? tools. <laughs> Adding some some you can't keep doing the same thing and expecting a different result. Well, insanity. Yeah, insanity. Well, and and so Kyle was having a conversation yesterday, and and, uh, I think it was yesterday, sometime this week, and and he was telling me about it at the end of the day, and um, it was a a multi-operation owner, and um, guy was you know bitching about like employees or something, and it's like you don't need twenty locations to do a hundred million dollars. Right. Like you, you, you no, you no, you don't like. That's kind of the you, beauty of this, but, too, right? Like your overhead. But like, just... if you want to bitch about your employees, like, yeah. get into e-commerce. Yeah. Like your website doesn't call in sick. Like yeah. you yeah. hire a couple. Like in in like guys. Like before anyone says anything, like already run this playbook. I was part of it. My old boss, fucking genius. Um, that's why his business is huge. That's why he's one of the top auto dealers um, in the region. And literally was like, cause our, our, like we've, when we listen to some people who complain about their staff, they're like, oh, I can't get them to do anything. It's like, so my boss literally couldn't get anyone to do anything. So what do you do? He hired two young people, put them in charge of all the online business and out of 15 people were generating 40% of the sales a month. Like, okay, that's easy. That that problem solves itself. But he yep. took the time out and realized that he had a problem and he, and well, he went about checks, You got to check your fucking ego at the yeah. door. Yeah. Like... Leave your ego, leave like what you know, like think outside of what you know. It's like when we have conversations, you know, like we talk about like um, the installation networks with like Amazon and all that. People are like, yeah. we only make money when we sell X and not when we sell Y. Well, well fucking mark up Y. Yeah. Like, why what, not? Are you, what are you why thinking not? about if you're not like, what do you mean you don't have two pricing schedules? Like what, like what, like, what why is not? this? Why? Why do you yeah, and, I just, and you have to know there's a problem. So right. if you're not tracking everybody that walks through your doors, everybody that your salespeople are talking to, then you have no idea. You have no idea what. That's a whole other can of worms. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing. It's like it's like running trucks. If you don't know what inventory is on what truck with what sales order that's going to what customer, like 
you know, you're you're sending your your drivers out blind. Like you're like, what are you doing? And we've seen yeah, it's a tough way to operate. We we when we um we were working after we got out uh after we got out of our yards, we did a turnaround for a big group in in South Central U.S. And one of their biggest weaknesses was like the logistics piece. Yeah. Um, they didn't have that in line. And like that's all part of customer experience too, because if you don't ship the product that your customer's expecting yeah. or it arrives you yeah, know, it's on a different yeah, yeah, it's on a different route, like or it's on a different truck or, or drug, like, whatever it may Yeah. Happen. So it's like it's interesting seeing like all these and that was in two thousand ten or eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's like it's been cool, you know, like watching all these people like think differently like really that's what i think this comes down to check yeah. your ego and like realize like you might not know and there's life outside of what you do know and and you know a lot of people like we read a, a publication um one of the industry publications was talking about uh someone was quoted bagging on like a 20 billion dollar private equity fund that i actually have been up against in the lumber business saying all oh, they'll not figure it out and all this like you've got your head in the sand like, let me tell you something about private equity firms. Like, they have a ton of money, and more importantly, they have a ton of talent and incredibly driven people. And, like, my, I got a good friend out west who says, I might not know your industry today, but give me a week studying it, and I'll shoot bullet holes in it. You don't, you don't have to know it. Like, you just you have to be capable of viewing and thinking. And, 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 like, if you can think differently, well, no, I mean, like, but it's it's easy when you've been around for a hundred-something years. Right. Like, I worked yeah, with someone, right I, I worked with someone at a hundred-year-old okay. company, and they thought, oh, it's always been this way. Yeah. Well, yeah. it'll just always be this way. Like, it doesn't so like, it's an easy trap to fall into. So it's really cool when you see, like, these hundred-year-old companies that are thinking differently, yeah. and they're thinking about, like, so I don't know, I've just been stoked off, like, the conversations we've been having with people, because yeah. they're trying to find ways like to bring like all the way down the supply chain, bring visibility to their customers, right. whether it's, you know, a truck of trusses going to a builder yeah. or, you know, someone's got like a warehouse full of, of prefab windows, you yeah. know, that they're shipping out, like stuff like that. that and it's, you know, and it's it all easy. starts with you too, right? So, if, you know, if you're a retailer and you're wondering why you can't buy, you know, this product online from your distributor and have it sent to you, ask, ask why. Same thing yeah. goes up to your manufacturer. It's okay for you to drive change too. Like well, yeah, do that. no, absolutely. And I think in a lot of cases they do. Now, what's interesting is when you flip that around and you're, if you run into those problems where then that's a great question to ask because it's like, why can't I buy this from so-and-so? Well, then turn that around on your business. How yeah. many of your customers yeah. are saying that about you? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, like what, what like who's sitting there and saying, well, why can't I buy this on your, on your website? Yeah, absolutely. You know, so, um, so yeah, so it sounds like, you know, going up and down, there's a lot of really good shit going on. Um, which I'm jacked about because yeah. you know I think like, so it can only help the industry. Yeah, it helps. Yeah, it helps everyone, and and I think you know a lot of the things we've been talking about like have, that have been materializing are becoming more and more blatantly obvious. Mm-hmm. Um, so for those of you who have been evolving, awesome, keep doing it. For those of you who aren't, please do it. It's not if, too late to start. If you yeah, it's never too late to look, start. But if you lose, I don't feel bad. Look at <laughs> I, I just fucking don't look at other industries. I'm I'm sick of hearing oh we just don't do it in this industry or we just nobody's ever done that. It's it's well, like why the hell not? And, and, that's, and that's, consumers <laughs> are buying it one way, they yeah, buying it all the time. And, 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 and whatever one way they're they're potentially going to well, buy and it. And what's that way hilarious too that. is we work in like similar like we work in one big vertical, but they're kind of like sub industries within it, and so they're like similar. Yeah. But like 
like there are a couple of them that literally could not be more different. You've yeah. got like some of them that are like, oh my god, how the hell do we get going on e-commerce? How do we show customer shipment tracking? How do we get our inventory online? And you've got others who are saying that. Yep. Who are like, well, we've never done it this way. Well, let me tell you something. Someone's going to come in exactly. and they're going to run you over. Yep. And like, you know, but those those same industries that have that mentality are the ones yeah. that statistically have been in decline. And, so and, and, like that's, that's and, and like when we say decline, we mean decline. decline. Right. <laughs> and look here, the most expensive home purchase for most people in their lifetimes is going to be a house. You can buy a house from your phone now. So if you sell $2,000 worth of flooring, what makes you think the consumer isn't going to expect the same thing? $10,000 worth of cabinets exactly. or whatever, you know, whatever. $20,000, $20,000 worth of lumber, you know, whatever it is. Like supply, whatever, whatever you're selling. Yeah, just like, yeah, that, that's, and so that is the one common thread that all of these firms, like that we see in all these firms with all these conversations yep. is they're looking at themselves and they're saying, how do we make this transaction easier? Yep. And I'll, I'll, uh, I know we're about to end, right? Or yeah. we're he's got to sell something. So yeah, yeah. I guess we got. That means we got to shut up. So get, get I'll, I'll, I'll share this real quick. My my seventy year old mother is remodeling a house and probably driving her uh, contractor nuts because everything they put in that house starts with her shopping online, finding the products she wants, finding the pricing that matters. He'll bring her obviously product pricing that he wants yeah but she busts his ass busts his balls over every single dime that they're spending so if you don't think boomers or or generation x yeah oh, yeah whoever is, is online then you're absolutely wrong that's where the biggest growth is actually yeah, in yeah. The older i believe it i believe it yeah you're 100 percent right man cool yeah all right. Well, thanks, guys. Uh, again, check us out. All our social media at the Lead Tool: Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram. Obviously, your podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Here, uh, typically Wednesdays at three o'clock. We're doing a special one today since Wes is on the. Yeah, office. November first will be good because our new stuff kind of. Yeah, check it out. Up. November first, we got some good things. We'll there. be on. That's a Wednesday. Sorry, missing your age, mom. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, mom. <laughs> thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. Sorry, Mom. That was awesome. That was, that was great.